Matt Hicks, Rangers broadcaster. You'll hear him tonight on one of the great affiliates for the Rangers right here at ESPN Central Texas. Matt, I uh, I appreciate it. You're getting pretty close to uh, first pitch, but uh, there's a there's a little bit of a buzz uh, in the ballpark that we didn't really anticipate it, there being coming into this series, but there's something happening with the Yankees. Uh, uh, welcome, welcome back to the show, by the way. And how, uh, how exciting is it out there? Are people, uh, are you already seeing people start to pour into the park? Oh yeah, there were a ton of people. And by the way, it's great to be back on the show and great to be talking to you. Uh, yes, there were a lot of people gathered here early when the, uh, when the doors were open, ton of people in here for batting practice, especially the Yankee batting practice, which continues right now. And of course, when judge went out to his position in right field, just a terrific reaction right now, there are more people standing, uh, in the seats in the lower bowl in left field and right field. And even the second deck in left field right now, more people, I think that, uh, we've had for any game this year, pregame, you know, about an hour before game time. Um, yeah, there's so much buzz in this ballpark now. And I think there would have been some buzz even if Judge had already achieved 62 home runs mm-hmm. because it's the Yankees and because, you know, wherever they go, people come out to the ballpark. But I think we're going to have even more people in the ballpark and there'll be so much more anticipation like we've seen here in recent days when Judge is batting. I anticipate that a lot of people are going to be standing you know, when he's at the plate. Matt, have you ever just strolled out and, and uh, when, when he's in town or you're, you know, at Yankee Stadium and, uh, and stood pr- fairly close to him or you may have uh, interviewed him at some point? I mean, I, I just, on TV, he's so massive. I think this is one of those people you, you definitely at some point want to get to see in person and say, hey, I saw Aaron Judge. When you think back on some of those massive-type home run hitters over the years, we think of McGuire, obviously, for how big he was. Is this guy just, I mean, is it, what is it like when you're around him? Is this, does he have that, uh, that feeling of, hey, I'm, I'm around a superstar here? You know what? I don't. I don't think he gives off that aura, and not that I've been around him that close all that much. Like yeah. going into the Yankee clubhouse today, uh, there were only three or four guys that were in there when uh, the media were allowed in, and, and Judge wasn't in there. And in fact, I wanted to say hello to Jose Trevino and Isaiah Kiner Falefa, and they weren't in there either. But yeah, he's just his, his stature is just really something else. He's six seven. He goes about two seventy five, two eighty. So as you can imagine, he dwarfs a lot of other baseball players. But when you think about the Yankee lineup and the first two guys that are coming up tonight, Judge is leading off. Giancarlo Stanton is batting second. And, you know, and he's not a small guy. These guys truly <laughs> are giants. Um, and, and so there's, a, there's, there's an aura that surrounds them. I, you know, Judge doesn't give off that I'm a superstar type aura. But just yeah. their sheer size, there's an aura being in the Yankee uniform and being as large as they are that, you know, it, it gives off a special air. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if he can make it happen during this uh, series. Um, I, I guess the pressure has mounted. He had several strikeouts. How do you think the – the Rangers will. I mean, it's going to be. People will be mad, of course, if they try to pitch around him. Um, I I hope they they go at him. 
Um, it's it's an interesting to know how to approach. Now he does not have a home run against the Rangers. I mean, are they? I'm I'm looking to see. Um, are they the only American League team against which Judge is not homered? I mean, that's kind of a that's kind of an interesting way, and and I don't think we would have imagined that would have been the case. Um, how do you think they will? The Rangers will kind of a, a approach this situation. Well, I, I think they're going to approach him like they would in any game. Uh, I mean, he's the leadoff hitter. You're not going to pitch around the leadoff hitter. You're going to try mm-hmm. to get him out. And Martin Perez is starting tonight. You know, Martin Perez has had an amazing 2022 season. You know, he comes into this game with one of the top earn run averages in all of baseball, and he has a chance with a good performance here tonight to finish the year with an ERA that starts with the number two. And that's really special. Um, and, you know, and Martin Perez has said, I'm going to pitch him like I would pitch him in any other ball game. You know, you have an interesting matchup there in Judge, who has 61 home runs, and Martin Perez, who's one of the stingiest pitchers in the game at giving up the long ball. So you've got that all as an element here today. And even after Martin's out of the game, when Judge has to face some of the Ranger relievers, I don't think that they're going to pitch around him unless the situation in the game calls for it. So in other words, if you've got a situation where Mm -hmm. it's a tie ball game or one team is ahead by one run and first base is open and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense and there's one out and maybe you think you can get Stanton to hit into a double play, well, the Rangers might just intentionally walk him, which obviously nobody's going to like. But I think the only way you're going to see Ranger pitchers pitch around him is if the game situation calls for it. And so I expect us to try to get him out uh, every time that he's up. You know, the other uh, thing that's in play here tonight is we're going to have the roof open. Mm. And, uh, you know, we don't have a ton of data, but the data that we have suggests all flies a little farther when the roof is open. So just because of that, I think maybe advantage Aaron Judge in that regard. If, if he ends up hitting a wall-scraping home run with the roof open, it's probably going to be some Rangers that are like, how come we didn't play with the roof closed? <laughs> I think I did see a number today that there's like a, it is, you're right, it does fly out of there more with the uh, kind of like a bombs away type thing. Matt Hicks, Rangers broadcaster, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN uh, Central Texas. Have you been caught up in this? A lot of times you're calling games and can't pay that much attention, but when you can... Uh, you know, the cut-ins that happen or just finding a way to try to watch some of these games if the Rangers aren't playing at the same time. Um, how, how has this been for you? And how, how does it compare to when McGuire and Sosa and all of that was going on in bonds? Uh, how has this sort of felt compared to all that for you? Uh, well, for me personally, since I didn't uh, join the club until 2012, all of that stuff that happened in the late nineties was I was in the minor leagues. And so uh, you know, toward the end of the season, I had an opportunity to just kind of watch that stuff because yeah. the minor league season was over. Uh, but I can tell you that on this last road trip, uh, we went to Seattle and Anaheim and uh, pretty much uh, it, at times when we were in the media dining room or, uh, you know, making preparations before a game, the Yankees playing before us, Uh, We would have the TV on and we would watch the cut-ins or we would have the Yankee game on to watch. And then yesterday was was interesting because, of course, we played a day game 
uh, in Anaheim, and uh, we got to see, I think, Judge's first at-bat prior to the start of our game. But for the first three innings of our game, uh, Eric and I, our monitor is usually on our game so that we can maybe add a few bits of information about the shape of a pitch or, or, mm-hmm. or a pitch location or a pitch type. But we didn't have our game on. We had the Yankee game on for the first three innings yesterday so that we could watch judges' (laughs) subsequent plate appearances and report on them. So, you know, for us, I think, obviously, it's been a real focus, you know, ever since he got to uh, number 60 and then here recently in Toronto, number 61. Do you kind of think about what you would say uh, if it it happens on – your watch as a as a broadcaster talking to Matt Hicks, a Rangers radio broadcaster. Do you you kind of think it over a little bit, or do you really just like the moment to, in a sense, dictate what you'd what you'd like to say uh, for for something momentous like this? Yeah, well, I think it's a combination of both because as as uh, broadcasters, when you call the play by play, you want to let the game unfold and you want it to come to you and you want to be on what's happening on the field. Now, it's a little different because clearly all of the focus is on each Aaron Judge plate appearance, Uh, and that's really what the game is all about because the outcome of this game means nothing in the standings for either club, nor will it impact any other team in the American League. So really the only focus is when Aaron (laughs) Judge comes to bat. And you would probably be uh, not doing your job if you didn't think in advance about what you would like to say and how you would like to say it and and what would be best. Now, I've not scripted anything out for if the pitch comes in and he hits a long ball, what I'm going to say, it's just going to come to me, you know, and then I'll wrap it up and I'll probably be quiet for a little bit. I have given more serious thought to what to say contextually after – he hits the home run and after he is congratulated by his teammates and whatever kind of celebration takes part, which of course I'll describe, but then to put it in context, I've actually jotted down some notes for what I think should be said um, in that regard. So yeah, you have to, I think you have to think about it, right? You don't, <laughs> you don't just want to show up willy nilly. Hey, there's a home run. Is that number 60? Hey, that's number six. You don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, willy-nilly is kind of my approach, but I think for, for what you're doing, <laughs> Matt, I would go ahead and maybe plan a couple of thoughts out. Now, uh, the fans have to kind of try to position themselves. Of course, they've bought their tickets, and they're going to get out there. And it, 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 that's interesting to me is, you know, trying to select your seat and, and to get where maybe you have a shot at at catching this uh, baseball. So I would imagine everybody will kind of uh, – uh, you know, they won't want to be leaving their seat too much and be prepared and all things like that. So I, I don't you feel like, Matt, we'll see more gloves in the outfield than than ever uh, for a situation like this? No, no question about it. But, of course, when you take a look at the configuration of Globe Life Field and you think about some historic home runs in the past, there's a chance that this home run ball might not be caught by anyone because you've got the two bullpens that take up a lot of room, the visitors' Mm -hmm. bullpen in left center, the rangers' bullpen in right center, and then that whole batter's eye area in dead center, there really are no fans there. So when you think about it, and you think about where Judge hits his home runs, and we talked about this on the broadcast yesterday, 
I believe, of his 61 home runs, that 30 have been pulled to left field, and then the other 31 are split up between center field and right field. Um, you know, the, the chances of somebody actually catching a home run ball, maybe 50% <laughs> here tonight, and the other 50%, the ball might be caught by some guy in the bullpen, you know, as was the case with uh, Hank Aaron's uh, historic uh, home run as he passed Babe Ruth, uh, which was caught, of course, by Tom House um, uh, out in the uh, bullpen uh, in Atlanta. And so um, there are, I think, a lot of people that are hoping that they get, you know, a chance <laughs> for that uh, historic catch. And I'm sure that there's a lot of leather in the ballpark here tonight. All right, yeah, that bullpen catcher the other night didn't he? He gave it up. He gave that ball back pretty quickly, and his his wife apparently, who was uh, who was an announcer herself, she was joking that they're going to get divorced now because of how he handled that. He she was hoping he would hold out for a little more money, but uh, anyway, I think that was a a very nice way that. Uh, that uh, he handled that and uh, that, that historic moment. Matt, we'll be listening and uh, really appreciate you uh, jumping on with us. Go catch a little uh, pregame meal and then have a great call tonight. Matt, thank you so much. Perhaps you can hear the music in the background. We're opening the roof as we speak. Oh, good. Okay. That'll make those balls fly a little bit more. So have, have fun tonight. I, I appreciate you, Matt. Thank you. Appreciate it. There he goes, Matt Hicks. May have been uh, warming up. It almost sounded like the natural music when they do hit home runs. <laughs> now, that's only for the Rangers, though. What if they do that, Aaron? They I play think... the. They play the. When Aaron Judge, if he hits one, they ought to. They they ought to play the natural for it. As a Rangers <laughs> fan, I think they absolutely should make an exception in this case. If he breaks uh... Maris's record tonight, they should play the natural while he's surrounding the bases. I think that would be amazing. I think that would be frowned upon, and I don't. I think that's a really interesting point, um, but I don't think Chuck Morgan will do it. 